everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Yeah, hi. How's it going, GR Dad? Fine. Fine? No, it's good. <laughs> just trying out something different. Yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. Keep me on my toes. So, yeah, how do you like it? I like it. I like uh, it. There you go. The cocktail of the week is a cocktail that I invented called the Oh Canada. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Canadian whiskey, lemon juice, maple syrup. It's basically a whiskey sour, but Canadian. With maple syrup. Maple syrup instead of just simple syrup. And then Canadian whiskey. Not bad. Oh, Canada. Canada. You're not that maple-y a person normally. I hate maple, except on my waffles. Of course, lemon neutralizes maple syrup. Is that true? No. I I mean, just in terms of flavor, it takes some of the, you know, super sweet out of it. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I don't mean it like changes, turns into nothing. <laughs> there, I don't know if I've mentioned this before. So there was a commercial I was watching for my 600 pound life, mm-hmm. which is a show in TLC. And, you know, it's about super morbidly obese people who get weight loss surgery and their, their kind of journeys through things. It's a very empathetic show, but they, th- I think it was that show. And there was a pair of twins and the they had it was like an outtake or something or you know a bonus bit and so they had a nutritionist who was visiting with them at their house kind of talking to them about what they ate and she's like you know how often do you eat candy and the answer was like a lot every day and she's like okay so what do you like if you have candy what do you have with that and they said diet sodies (laughs) (laughs) and she's like diet sodies and she's like one of the girls is like yeah our mom told us when you eat a sweet if you drink a diet sodi after that it oh. cancels out the sweet and i was like that's oh, the no. saddest thing that like their whole life they've been like trying eating a snickers to bar fight the sweetness and i or... think if they if they drink a diet coke after that it cancels it out Ugh, mom that's not true everybody no um also apparently not true that lemon juice cancels out maple syrup no don't don't start getting <laughs> that stuck in your head that was even less basis uh no, no, I think that's more likely than the diet soda canceling out the Snickers bar. I guess. Uh, anyway, no, I do not really like maple. I like maple syrup on pancakes and waffles, but I don't really like maple in anything else. Mm-hmm. It just is Cookies weird. Cookies or whatever. No. People put it in stuff. Yeah. No. Um, but lots of people do like maple, and I think... Yeah, like Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> Our maple syrup's from Vermont. Actually, a friend of the squad sent us this maple syrup yeah. from Vermont. It's Oops. very good. But Canada has that maple syrup strategic reserve. That's true. It got robbed that one time. It got robbed. It was a whole scam, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't know that they caught the guys who stole the, like, 12 (laughs) tons of maple syrup. I mean, that's harder to unload than a a Rembrandt. No, there's a whole black market for maple syrup. Black market maple syrup. Wow. I know. That's maybe hilarious. we'll do a murders in paradise that is not a murder nor is it in paradise God, i could see some canadian in like saskatchewan you know buying going to the local grocery store and buying some maple syrup and being like this is from the strategic reserve i can tell <laughs> it's got that taste uh okay so let's see i have no gen updates which i've been administrative injecting. updates you mean <laughs> i don't think so i'm Audible. not i'm not saying i'm just saying you know yeah. Audible's our sponsor. Audibletrial.com plus the golden ratio. There we go. Um, Somebody sent us avocados. Oh, that that was great. That was hilarious and nice and just And they fun. were delish. They were like normally totally like we, the grocery stores here. They do have some South American avocados, but mostly it's the normal Haas avocados. Uh, but these were California avocados. They're definitely a different kind. And man, they were like really creamy and smooth, really tasty. Yeah. From their tree in their house. We did not give any to Quok because well, it's a waste. And I think you're not supposed to give avocados to dogs. Is that right? Yeah. That's what? why Guac doesn't eat Guac. Otherwise, they'd be shoveling it into that guy. You're not supposed to, I guess. Well, there you go. That's, now I know why he wasn't offering. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, that was super nice. All right. Dog updates. I got a list here. Hops in the shark. Yeah. So I let Hops out in the morning sometime this week. And she starts like walking real fast through the water at a shark. There was a shark swimming around like on our little beach, right, right in the water on the little shelf where Hop stands. Little shark, baby nurse shark comes up there and Hop says like, ooh, big fish friend. And like goes up to, and of course the shark swam away right away. But yeah, there's a shark, same length as Hop's pretty much. And Hop's is like, hi shark. And the shark's like, I'm out. 
it is a little interesting that this is while we're in our like shark movie watching time and she's never had a shark friend before no and here we are watching all sorts of quite terrible shark movies and all of a sudden shark for her i know we saw a shark yeah, uh, yesterday. Yesterday was swimming on the beach. It was probably the same one, right? Was it? The, was like that brown nurse shark? Nurse shark, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, th- I think, you know, there'll be a while that the, kind of the same ones come by every day. I think it probably was. If it works for them. Yeah. And I'm glad there wasn't any chomping. I mean, Hop still has four feet, four paws. The sharks are around here are very uninterested in being Hops. near people. <laughs> they, they just go away. Like any other fish, if you try to go up to it. Didn't you see one swimming? I did. I was swimming, and uh, that was maybe a couple of weeks this ago. This is Jacques Cousteau stuff. This was, is amazing. I swam over a shark. There's a shark under me. This, when I went swimming yesterday, there was like parrotfish swimming along with me. Those things are huge. That is cool. I mean, it was like half the length of my body. Like you, they look big in the water, right? But then you always are like, oh, it's sort of distorted. Jared Dad always goes to like, it's thirty percent big. It looks thirty percent bigger. He said that every every time. It's such a dad thing. It's such a dad thing. And I'm like, I know it was still a big fish. But I think here, I bit my tongue the other day when you talked about the parrotfish. I was I in the water. See. So there wasn't like, oh, I'm out of the water and the water is refracting it. I was looking in the water. Mm. Were you looking through your the air in your That's goggles? That's not the same thing. I think, the the same air, thing. I think the light bends when it's, once it leaves the water. <sighs> I don't know. Are you a fish? <laughs> That's fine. You go ahead and gaslight me about the size of the oh fish that goodness. I swam with. You know with your, you where'd you learn the 30% from? From your dad. And then you've been like repeating physics it. Physics class. Mm. Every physics class I've ever taken with <laughs> optics. They talk about the refraction in and out of water. Did they tell you if you're swimming that it counts? They don't go into that much detail. Mm-mm. They don't talk about Mm-mm. how it's different in Mm-mm. goggles. They sure don't. But you can have total refraction where you, the fish become invisible. That was the sound of me rolling my eyes. This is me making a face at her rolling her eyes, which is great radio. I mean, for podcast quality, this is awesome. Here, let me let me gesture. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, Uh, parrotfish, very cool. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, Yeah, big crabs. They're kind of scary. They got that like parrot-like mouth. I mean, I guess that's why they're why they're. But it looks like a beak, like it's got like two, you know. Yeah. It looks like it could chomp. It could pinch a finger. Oh, it could chomp. I mean, it bites freaking coral rocks. Yeah, pinch, yeah. A, pinch a finger, something fierce, something like, yeah. Was also, was not scared of me, but was not interested in hanging out with me. Yeah. The dolphins from a few weeks ago were very interested in hanging out with me and figuring out what the heck I was doing. Because they felt your love. I think also because they're giant and they're like, this lady's not going to do anything to us. And they felt your love. Maybe. And you were professing it loudly. And they're like, oh, she's talking about stuff. <laughs> she wants to pet us, she says. So other than that, uh, Voods has an ear infection. Not a bad one, but the poor guy was like at like 2 in the morning, shaking his head, shake, shake, shake his head, oh. shake, shake, shake his head, rub his head around. We were up for like half an hour tending to Voods. And then he barked. and then Because he, he was mad at his ears. Yeah, I know. He, he, he doesn't deal well with discomfort and frustration yeah <laughs> he i mean maybe he does deal very well with it it doesn't eat it he doesn't eat it into himself let it eat into him <laughs> he expresses it <laughs> but it could be anything from i would like to go outside now because i'm bored to my ear really hurts it would probably be the same level of woof yeah and probably the same level of understanding yeah also play with me i would yeah. like to bite your ear woof yeah uh but he's fine so we've got the medicine in him and he seems fine today he's still eating stuff he's not supposed to and that's it he he definitely also eats stuff he's supposed to he eats everything yeah cheggs is doing good no updates there he's just fine no um cb we had one night of thunderstorms this week and oh my god was that two nights ago that we didn't sleep not been a great week for sleeps for us no he they uh, they of course started at like two in the morning until like five in the morning and then you just get him calmed down and then there's another rumble of thunder and it wasn't even a bad one but no he it was on edge and i told him that and he didn't he didn't care no he's he's very restless <sighs> but he wants to be near us he's but restless he, on top of me is what yeah, he was yeah so anyway nothing to do about that we have tried all the stuff and there's there's kind of nothing that'll really just 
calm him down. This is what it's like to have little kids. If we had, this is what it's like. Just you put just it on the list can't of can't sleep. The fifty billion reasons I think it would suck to have little kids. And the advantage of little kids is they can't like they they're not eighty five pounds. They don't squash you and they don't scratch you. You can also lock them in their room and just let them <laughs> scream, right? Is that frowned upon? It's frowned. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly frowned upon. Huh. Yeah, they're they're just yes. And both spouses have to be on the same page. Like with the extinction burst with with any of our dogs. If I'm getting weak, then it doesn't work. And this is a terrible I'd be like, process. lock it in its room. <laughs> it's <laughs> fine. Oh, my God. <laughs> See? Yeah, and I'd be like, oh, he sounds or she sounds really sad. I'd be like, it's fine. Like, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you glad I wasn't like? I mean, you do do that with the dogs, and it sort of works with the, you know, ignore. At some point, you do just have to ignore like the freak out because it's not helping them. No. And it's like if Brody felt better with us, like tending to him, mm-hmm. we would totally tend him. But he doesn't feel any better. No. He he's just sort of in frantic mode. He kind of disconnects from his brain, yeah. and is just kind of panicking. And if you give him the five minutes to just deal with it then he's then he's fine i mean not not always with the big thunderstorms but that's right you try to hug him and he weasels out he he squirms away and you and you you know pet him you just try to pet him and he still gets up he runs around he gets up on the bed he wants to get off the bed you take him off the bed he wants to get on the bed he's just he is totally out of his mind yeah yeah he he does not receive any comfort no he he just is kind of going in every direction yeah so letting him just like when he tries to get up there you know it's not going to help if we do anything so just telling him no and then he gets a little more freaked and a little more freaked and then he goes okay well i guess i'll just lay down like that's okay that was better than than the alternative yeah yeah i mean you don't want to do that i mean just for people who are thinking about doing this you don't want to do that if they really are scared and need comfort if you can comfort them of course you should right uh but we don't we don't help him at all no i I think it was it, it can prolong the the freak out if you keep like trying to mess with him yeah yeah he needs to which i think is i mean not having had kids right it's sort of the argument for the kids who start at some point when you're trying to get them to sleep and they start screaming and it like they what they want you to come in there but it doesn't do anything like at some point you need them to just go like okay well i guess nobody's coming and i'm fine like nothing's wrong with them they're not actually scared of anything yeah it's described as they have to learn to go to sleep by themselves yeah right i mean you can go in there and give them a bottle or pet them or sing them a song and then they'll fall asleep but then they that's how they learn right that's how they get used to it I yeah mean, i had i had roommates in law school who needed to have the tv on to go to sleep you know, they, they <laughs> like missed that step and and that was their ritual and they needed that and he you know yeah. he couldn't go to sleep without having tv on so yeah. if you miss that stage of development it can be problematic interesting no. Anyway, uh, it's a good thing that I did not want to have babies with you or even step in and help raise your baby because I'd be like, leave it alone. It's fine. Well, I would have called her like she. She 11 was 11 at the time. She was 11. <laughs> I wanted to call she her she. She was going to sleep by herself. <laughs> Still, <laughs> everybody's better off that I wasn't trying to be <laughs> GR mom. Mom. <laughs> that's such a bad idea. Okay. That's, uh, that's Brody. He's otherwise fine. Yeah, everybody's fine. Guac's good. Vink's good. No incidents. Yeah. Okay. I do have another topic for us, though. We got a message from friend of the squad, Denise, who says, Jen and Ingo, I would love to hear you talk about your followers in a podcast and the interaction between you and them. Do you think of us as friends you haven't met? Are there people who really cross the line and contact you constantly? Are there people who are just too familiar and really up in your business? I, she said business. Do you think we're just a bunch of weirdos? Okay, maybe not that last one. <laughs> uh, it would be interesting to hear your perspective. So that's a thing we can talk about. Sure. Um, it's we, fraught. What if we say the wrong thing and piss everyone off and then we're off the air? We don't want them as followers then Then we're anyway. done. Then this podcast, the funding for this podcast, wait, never mind. Wait, the it's zero fine. dollars? <laughs> it's so, fine. <laughs> sounds like, oh, that sounds terrible. Our ratings will go, oh, never mind. No. <laughs> uh, we don't think you're all a bunch of weirdos, so that's nope. good. And we don't really have, it's not, we don't have a problem with people crossing the line or it's very rare harassing us. Uh, I had one, there was one person who wanted to get their partner mm. a 
like as a birthday present potograph of all the dogs could all the dogs do a potograph and and i'm and like that's basically like i don't even own one of those right that's a very hard thing to do and it would take a long time the mess it would ma- make and the time it would take and the, the number of treats we'd have to give oh, out dogs would be, it would be a half day half day event yeah and you know the risk with this stuff is is always like occasionally like we can do one-off things for people and we do right like we've done proposals for people like even you know without cameo and wow. you know send yeah send birthday stuff um on occasion right like i i love sending you know little stuff to people who it's like hey let me send you this thing right but that's the sort of thing where it's like hey could you do this i'll pay you for it and it's like no <laughs> like one it would it would take forever and two then like other people are going to want this thing and also i mean i think like just you know this isn't really about that person but just in general like we both have very good paying and also pretty high pressure jobs and the golden ratio is like our fun on the side and so if it's like okay it's it would probably take three hours to really mm-hmm. successfully do a paw print of all the dogs like that yeah uh my going hourly rate there is no way that you would be able to pay me what my actual working hourly rate is and there's literally work i can be doing for those three hours that's not this yeah um uh you know 100 bucks isn't gonna get isn't gonna cut it thousand dollars isn't gonna cut it like we have real jobs that pay us real money and uh you know so there's a lot of stuff like that that like people may not realize how high effort it is but that person dm'd me on every account and then emailed me including at my work email and i finally had to be like it's not cool like <laughs> like there was some message and they were like did you get my messages and i was like yeah i got your message like they maybe even left me a voicemail at I think work they dm me to tell you yes also. i mean they it, was, did. it really was a, and a thrashing i get that they were just trying to get something nice for their partner and, and really wanted to work at it but man like there are times where uh, where I was like, it's not cool. Like, no. And yeah, I got your voicemail and your email at work. And, uh, yeah, no, like I've got other stuff going on. Like I was very, it's been, that's right. Cause they did message you and be like, is, is she seeing my messages? Um, so yeah, it's, so that's, that almost never happens. I mean, that's so rare that, it's, that we both remember it and that it's worth, you know, yeah. contrast. Yeah. And, uh, you know, in general, like I try to respond to a lot of stuff, but as I think I just said, we both have high pressure jobs and uh, mine's real busy these days, especially. So like I, I respond to comments and I respond to DMs, but I have absolutely given up. I don't even look at them on Snapchat. In fact, I may have turned them off. Um, I almost never look at them at Instagram and I get to maybe a quarter of them on Twitter at this point and it's not that i don't care and the worst is when people are like hey jen i have a question or a favor and then i'm like sure what is it and then they're like this thing and i'm like oh like that thing's gonna take a while i'll get back to it and then it's like a week later and i've gotten a hundred more dms since that one and i can't even find it like none of you should take it personally if that happens because i'm doing my best but it's just like this isn't our our job Right. This is like our side project. And yeah. It, you don't have a social just, media manager. No, it's just too big to keep up with. Yeah. And we're not making, you know, it's not a business. So it's like if it were a business, we'd hire a person to do DMs for us and respond to requests and whatever. But we're not. We that's not what we're doing. Right. You know, so. No, it's it's interesting. I mean, it, we, we going back to first principles, right? We made this. You made this to help distract people and make people feel better and see cute dog pictures during a really dark period in the country's the country's history uh and that certainly was appropriate well into covid and is now too and we're it's still terrible times and but that's the goal of it not to do you know it doesn't doesn't have a more highfalutin goal but it is that yeah send you cute dog pictures to make you feel better yeah and it yeah. wasn't, you know, to share your political philosophy or to educate right. people about something. And, and so, you know, it's if 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 we want our we want to allow our fans to distract themselves and, and see something nice and fun and pure. 
Yeah. And, and when that happens and we get feedback that that is happening, that is super gratifying. That, totally. is, that is like the the essence of this. All the other stuff is kind of developed and nice and, and good. and But really, you know, if, if we hear from people and people write us letters or they send us messages that, you know, they they feel better for watching our content or, or some well, some dog did something goofy or bank looks particularly silly today. That's great that we love it's hearing profoundly that, right? good. And then it is, yeah. it is very gratifying and it's better than, you know, that's, that's exactly why we're doing right. That's yeah. better than money. That's better than, yep, you know, I don't sure. know. Avocados are pretty good, but it's probably <laughs> better than the avocado, but you know, so we don't have any expectations beyond the basics, but we also don't, you know, it, it, ha- it has turned into other things and there are certain things, you know, that we, we wrote the book and stuff, but yeah. But essentially, it's supposed to be this kind of, I don't want to say goofy, but limited thing where it's yeah. just like, you know, we're, we're trying to make everyone feel a little better. That's right. Uh, yeah. And so, you know, there are definitely people who we talk to. I mean, I talk to people through all kinds of crises in the DMs. And there's, there's certainly people that I DM with a lot that I do kind of think as like friendly people who I haven't met yet or Mm -hmm. you know some of them i've like met briefly at a live show right um yeah and so you know there's definitely people i mean there's some some people who are friends of the squad who i only know through the account who like have our home address and like we send each other stuff like that's pretty nice um and yeah like people who i have personal conversations with but it's it's a weird kind of space like there are definitely people who are kind of like frequent commenters who I would respond to who I definitely was like oh like this is basically an internet friend of mine and then there have been incidents where like there was one where I did something I posted something and someone who's not one of our followers I don't think was really pissed off about it um you know I've curated the community pretty much that people who get pissed off about stuff that I do are filtered out um but this guy didn't like what I did and made a really passive aggressive post about it on his account. I had a long DM with him. I was like, hey, like I hear that you're pissed off about this. I wanna tell you where I'm, I mean, this is the thing I always do, right? Like, here's where I was coming from. I would really like to hear your perspective. We had this whole back and forth. Uh, He still left the thing up, calling me a bunch of names. And then one or two people who I were like, oh, these are like my internet friends were like, like, oh, yeah, well, I can see, like, where you're coming from on that. And it was like, you know, I think they were like, I am a person that they follow, and this is another person that they follow, and they like both of us just fine. And we're like, ooh, drama between these people that I follow. <laughs> uh, but, like, actual friends that you have in life, at least actual people that I count as friends that I have in life, would be like, that's my friend Jen, and you should really be nicer to her about that, right. or or whatever. And, and that was not the response. And that was very upsetting to me at the time that I had like filed these people in my head as like, these are basically internet friends, like we talk about stuff. And uh, I mean, I mean, I have a good group of women friends who I've gone on vacation with and we've gone to each other's weddings, who right. I met online. This is pre-GR ratio. Gold, yeah. Golden ratio. GR. G ratio. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, I think internet friends are totally possible. And I had kind of filed these people as like, oh, these are kind of like internet friends. And then I was like, oh, no, like, these are people who follow our account and also talk to me. But they're not actually my friend. Like, they're not the person who's, like, stepping up or defending me or, or interested in, like, my well-being. Right. Um, and that was a really upsetting time. Like, I think I called Blair Braverman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I DM'd her and I was like, Blair, it's terrible. And she's like, call me. And uh, Blair Braverman, someone who I have met entirely through dog Twitter and who is my friend and we have each other's phone number and it's great. And, uh, and she's like, yeah, you know, they're not all your friends. You know, there's, there's people out there who are you're just like a person that they follow yeah and that they talk to a lot and like that's great so it that experience which happened a few years ago really put me on like you have to be careful right and I I definitely am prone to uh being over vulnerable how's how's that you're very nice and you and you impute your 
your motives and your feelings about things to others too i'm very open though yeah i mean you yeah, yeah. like on on the first time we went out for beers with our friend christian you're just like that she just talked about everything oh you did you were telling me their whole life story yeah yeah i mean i open up like very quickly right right um and you know i think that's like me like okay well like i'll be you know i'll tell this thing which is a little bit vulnerable but that's gonna let us become fast friends right, right because right. we can talk about this stuff sure um, you got to be really careful when you're doing that on the internet with people that you don't actually know who maybe don't feel the same way. Then they just have vulnerable things to poke at you with. Or I, oh, I know. I am much more closed because of this. For sure. Because if I share something, someone's going to use it against me is my fear. Yeah. Yeah. And, and for me like that, yeah. So that's very much a fear of yours and a thing that just like in all parts of life, you're much more closely protected with. And I tend not to be. And, uh, some of these experiences have made me go like, I need to be way more careful. Um, so I tend to do more, it tends to be more one way where like people will come to me and like ask for advice mm -hmm. or they'll be like really upset about a thing. And you know, the people who aren't in this group know who they are, where I've like shared plenty of personal things with them. But with a lot of people, I'm like, I'm totally happy to listen to this. Like, of course I'll listen to this. Like if you just, want me to listen to this like your boyfriend sounds like an asshole i'm really sorry that happened to you and like i mean for sure mean all of that right, right, right. but i'm not necessarily going to go like yeah gr dad did that thing one time to me too and i was really mad at him about it like you got to really trust someone who's going to take that the i mean right you just way. made that up that's never <laughs> actually happened no. there's nothing like that has ever of course not ever happened um but yeah i tend to do more listening and giving advice when i'm asked for it then, you know, there, I mean, there's, there was somebody I was telling like all about my crazy ex-boyfriends and, you know, like w why I had all these crazy ex-boyfriends and like that, you know, definitely putting some personal information in there. But, um, it's a, it's a careful balance. Yeah. And there, and there are certainly people out there who de genuinely care about you and are very concerned and are sort of on your side yeah and like, who i and trust would go to deeply. war for you on some of these exchanges too maybe, maybe yeah more than you would want yeah yeah uh no for sure and who have right yeah, people yeah. <laughs> those people are hilarious we're like <laughs> like on my professional account someone will come at me and then all of a sudden like there's, <laughs> there's just like four people who are just like ripping their throat out on twitter <laughs> on my behalf like that's, <laughs> that's i love gratifying. all of you guys yeah. who do this <laughs> really, you all don't have to do it for sure but there's a few people who who seem to take a lot of joy in it and it's like oh i don't have to say anything now because these people just like went right after. um yeah i mean so it's a mix like there's i i feel very warm and friendly to basically all of the followers yeah me too um and and think of you as like a a certain type of friendly person that i haven't met yet and and some of those have turned into what i think are like real friendships yeah and uh and i think that's awesome when that happens i would love that to be a thing at scale but like not everybody oh. you know not but, everybody but is. i also enjoy yeah. on a different level right that's one that's 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 the the most serious potential interaction but on a different level i enjoy the goofy banter and the inside jokes and love that yeah people slowing down my green beans i mean this is just <laughs> funny stuff, right turning chief brody into a shark and i mean all this stuff is hilarious i have no you know some someone's got they have like six accounts with with you know, Guac with two legs and foods, think foods, foods, foods. foods. And, yeah. I, I, there's so Are many. Are they all the same person or is it? No, there's, there's these different, different people. I mean, one person has multiple accounts. Guac has two legs. Guac with two legs. Is, not, is one of a few accounts, right? Yeah, but they're like CBT fees. I think all that stuff is hilarious. Oh, it's and it, so good. It, it is clever and it's, it's clearly heartfelt and it's just nice. Yeah. 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 That's all wonderful. Yeah. Um, Vink spins, I think. is Vink spins. Yeah. <laughs> Vink close up. I think, Vink Close yeah. Up has like 3,000 followers now. Right. It's right. Vink Close Up. Oh, well, he, she's my baby. I mean, yeah. she's going to be the cutest of all of them. Yeah, no, it's... Uh, yeah, so all that is great. And I, I mean, even the comments that are like, you know, 
thanks barb nelson is ingo asleep yet i mean <laughs> right on yes exactly uh <laughs> so yeah we sort kind of started play is great we yeah. kind of started with the negative like it's overwhelmingly yeah. positive because we've built a really good community everybody's very supportive of each other uh we yeah love the fan accounts and the inside jokes and and the way that people make fun of us and, uh, and the dogs in, or, or defend the dogs against you know it's just a bad angle yeah. That, that's right always a bad angle yeah like well guac missed that ball because it was a terrible throw whichever one of you <laughs> threw it yeah uh we think all of that's great yeah right so no it's really only when like look there's stress in our lives from like demand on our time for both of us and for me uh you know and i kind of talk about this on here but like you know a lot of my job as a professor is being a public intellectual at this point, right? I go on TV, I tweet about stuff, mm-hmm. I write op eds in places. Um, how many Post death TikToks. threats have I gotten this year, GR Dad? How many? How um, many? Seriously, am Serious, I legit. Estimate? How many? Do you know? I mean, we got to no, stop and think about you it. You don't tell me. I mean, you don't. You I mean, don't you've seen some of them. Me. I don't think any of them no, are I'd like say, serious. I'd say dozens. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's that's. The worst. I mean, how many times have you been harassed and called names? Hundreds, I'm sure. Every every day, right? Yeah. Every day. Yeah. Um, and and look, none of the death threats have been people going like, "I know where you live and are coming," but there are people who've been like, "Well, I hope you're ready on campus because like I got my weapons and I'm coming for you." And it's like, okay, then I gotta send it to the campus police and I gotta tell the dean. Like, it's nothing. It, none of it is stuff that I worry about. But this is my social media life mm-hmm. right i get this stuff in emails i get it in dms sometimes i get it directly tweeted at me um you know i call some of this out on on TikTok. right i woke up to a message that called me a dumb ugly cunt is right that was a couple of weeks ago i think that's what he said uh because he didn't like a blog post that i had written about somebody else's like summarizing someone else's research article um this is, I get this every day, yeah. variations of this. And so um, it's when people get like a little over demanding of my attention um, or, you know, kind of expect things from me. Like, you got to know that like the majority of my internet time is in that space, right? Uh, and if it's not that stuff coming at me, I, I spend plenty of time every day, you know, not hours, but, you know, depending on what's going on, half an hour, an hour, reading 4chan. And, um, I mean, the, like, there are posts that have little swastika emojis in the title. And, like, you know, I did a post this week about this rumor that 4chan basically started uh, about April 24th being National Rape Day. And then you have to, can you imagine the post? You, you don't never go to 4chan. Um, but like. Don't worry. I don't know how. No. I mean, it, it's just a website. You don't, you don't want to go there. <laughs> and, you know, the, the first post I read on 4chan was someone who had taken a picture of his sister getting out of the shower and posted it. And then it was like dozens of guys responding with like what they were going to do to this guy's sister. And that's good stuff that's on 4chan. And I read this every day as part of my work. And I talk about it in the media and I write about it. It's like a part of my work. It's so draining. It is so hard on my soul to read this stuff. But like, I'm one of the people who read it so I can talk about it to other people. So if you're like, Jen, I can't believe you didn't respond or you like didn't post my GoFundMe. Like my reserves to apologize are kind of low, mm-hmm. right? And that's where it, it, it's rare that this happens, right? Like I love the positivity and the general comments and interaction. I retreat to the golden ratio when I need a break from the other stuff. But when the demands get high on my time, like people want a lot of stuff from me, um, that gets hard because it's like, man, like I have just been dealing with like, you know, these dudes basically, you know, saying that I need to die or get fired or be attacked or whatever. And then like, you're here bitching that I won't post your GoFundMe. I got a hundred requests to post people's GoFundMes. I have never done it. And like, you're yelling at me about it. Like, yeah. And that's a decision we've made where it's, we can't post some, but not all, you know, it just seems like, I don't know how Matt does it for dog rates, right? They're the, 
but it's like, like a huge process. Like they have to vet them all. Yeah, I mean, it would feel and it would feel like it's a whole different avenue if we're trying well, to select which, about that which all ones the time. which ones we should. Someone's like, you should post all not. of them, Matt. And I like I jumped in. This is what I. This is me being the other side. I mean, Matt and I are actual friends and have hung out many times in real life. From we Matt from Rewrite Dogs. But someone was like, he, you should post everyone. Like, the fact that these all get funded, like, you should post all of them. And I was like, do you know how many of these he gets? Like, his account would just be posting him. That, and she's like, whoever this person was, was like, well, like, he has a responsibility with all those followers. I'm like, he wouldn't have those followers if he just posted 100 GoFundMes every day. No, no one would follow that that's, account. That's a website called GoFundMe. Actually, yeah. you can browse there <laughs> if you'd like, you know, put up dogs. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and they, they do a lot of work, and it's just like, this is the thing that we've decided we're not going to do. And, you know, so, like, on one hand, I feel sort of bad. On the other hand, like, b- there's a clear boundary here. This is not a thing we do. Yeah, we have to have some limits. And so when people, like, it's a little draining when people just ask. I know, I understand that they're in tough positions, but then to, like, ask a bunch of times and to get upset or to be tweeting at me a bunch like those sorts of things that like really get demanding on my time especially like emotionally demanding then it gets a little bit hard yeah but, the, but all again, of this all this negative minority. stuff is really small mm-hmm. like most of it's just like the comments and stuff are lovely the interactions are lovely people send really supportive messages we you guys love are all pretty funny that's very funny maybe not as funny as me but pretty funny <laughs> pretty funny and we love i mean we love hearing from people who feel like we've helped them with stuff sure and uh you know seeing like your class people are like i put your dog's pictures in my class presentation i hope it's okay i'm like i want to see that presentation like send me your powerpoint slides like this stuff is great yeah um yeah it's just a you know it it kind of crosses the line if people are really insistent on getting some of our time because like this is not our job and there's a ton of other people who are insisting on that from a variety of perspectives yeah yeah but overall it's like it helps my mental health so much to just be like hey i'm gonna go just like read the comments on this picture of chegs that i posted today like that will make me feel better and it does and and we that's why we're still doing it right we we really yep we believe there are people out there a lot of people out there that like it and like seeing it like if i'm in doubt whether to post a, a weird looking snap of you know voods lying on his back looking crooked (laughs) <laughs> I'll I'll say someone's going to be amused by this or it's going to distract someone. I'll put it up, you know, or I'll videotape this even though it's hard to peel an egg with one hand or something, <laughs> you know. Someone is going to want to see this and get get a kick out of it and it'll be great. Yep. You know, and we get enough feedback that yes, that is the case, right? People do enjoy sure. it. So generally it's a very positive interaction it's it's lovely so yeah we we love everybody and we love the whole community that has been built Mm -hmm. uh but since the question was are there people who cross the line do we think you're a bunch of weirdos do people get up in our business like almost never to the point that when they do it's remarkable um but like these are the things that sort of stick out as having been hard to deal with yeah 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 i think that's a much more complete answer than maybe they were looking for. Thanks for the question, Denise. Yes. Um, How about okay. the question about softness of ears? Oh, I forgot about that. That was in one of the letters. Someone it came sent in us... in hard copy. That's probably why it's not in your notes. Yes. Someone sent us a letter... With the avocados. Was that with the avocados that they asked that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Which dog's ears are softest? Which is an it's interesting good question. Good question, because yes. ear softness does not necessarily correlate to body softness. Yeah. We, we've been rubbing the ears. We today. have been. <laughs> rubbing ears. So I did, I rated all the dogs on the Blair Braverman Sled Dog Softness Index, the SDSI, <laughs> uh, which is a two-dimensional ranking of sleekness and softness <laughs> and fluffiness. Fluffiness. Yeah. Uh, sleek to fluffy and coarse to smooth. I believe is what it was. Interesting. Um, this is very scientific. She's v- very smart. Yes. Vink was the most soft. Vink was like off the chart yeah. on the She's SDSI. All, under, all undercoat. Very fluffy and soft. Um, like a bunny, I've heard it described. As. She is kind of like a bunny. Yeah. Um, Guac is like very sleek and smooth, he but is. not super soft. He dries well. <laughs> he does. Uh, both CBGB and uh, Voods 
are actually pretty rough coated. They look kind of soft, but they're they're kind of coarse. Coarse. No, coarse. The, the, the hair kind of keeps its shape, right? It's a yeah, but it is. It's also kind of coarse. Not like St. Patrick. He was quite wiry. Yeah, well, he wasn't cold. No, at all. <laughs> uh, but but compared to our dogs, like they are the least soft. The two yes. of them, even though they look very soft because uh-huh. like cotton balls they're not no. hops is also very soft hops came in right just but under. he has an outer coat that is a little bit more on the sleek the the like the who does guac side. oh i'm sorry hops does and i've been thinking she has fur kind of like guac on the outside she has a little bit but of like a, not her chest her no, chest no, is her, like a cloud her chest is like a cloud her it's belly so soft. is soft her yeah. back has a little bit more of the wiriness a little bit, yeah. And right now, without question, Manchego is the softest dog in the house. He's so soft. He's so soft. He is like Vink and then some. Oh, my God. He Vink seems like a wire-haired terrier compared to him. Yeah, he doesn't so really soft. look it. But he is he is softer so than, than soft. any of the other old dogs, too. Yep. He's, I think he's the softest dog we've had. Yeah. That said, ear softness, ears have completely different texture than the rest of the body. We were surprised. Softest ears in the house? CBGB. CBGB. Because they're kind of squishy. Oh, they're so <laughs> He's soft. got kind of squishy ears. The, like the fur is so soft. Yeah. It's so soft. They're not very big either. They don't hang down very much. Maybe no. that's it. Like Hop's ears are very silky. Yeah. Which is also soft, but it's a different kind of soft. That, that crinkly fur is actually quite soft. Yeah. yeah. But they're thin. Yeah. Yeah. Brody's uh, ears are thicker and squishier. I mean, everybody's ears are soft. Everybody yeah. has soft ears. You got to start there. Uh, but... Yeah, CBGB, softest ears. We were feeling it was like, wow, they're really soft, so soft. Yeah, surprising. Yeah, given oh. how coarse the rest of him is. Yep. Uh, so yeah. there you go. So Vink's up there, Jeg's are up there. But we were like, I had Vink's ear in one hand and Brody's ear in the other hand. And I was kind of, and I was like, no, Brody's, Brody's still much wins. softer. It's almost silky. Yeah. 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 Or suede I don't know what the, what the softer fabric would be. Yeah, like that lamb's ear plant. Do you yes, know that plant? Yes, that's you just want to pet, pet it. I pet it all the time. Pet, pet, pet I that know, plant. And, and unlike some plants in Florida, it doesn't have like hidden spikes or, no. you know, it's not prickly pear-like or anything like that where you're just like, no. oh, this looks great. I would, oh, it's going to oh, kill me. Yeah, I'm dead. No, I'm going to suffer. <laughs> I'm dead. Uh, so there you go. That is the answer. Everybody, very soft. CBGB, most soft. If we ever do live shows, I'm sure people will be testing this theory. We may be doing a live show in Rockville in the fall. I have been emailing with the theater trying to figure out dates that might work. So, well, we have to paint, Rockville, Maryland. We have to paint the RV and make it look like the Partridge Family bus or something. Oh, my God. We could bring them all like in the RV. Touring. We probably would. It's I didn't easier. even think about it, but, yeah, we would because we'd only have one car up there. We have a ton of dogs. Oh, my God. We probably have more <laughs> by then. Every time I go get groceries, there's a risk. Yeah, Jared Dad did go get groceries this week. I actually got groceries. I actually got and a vaccination, but and got groceries. COVID shot number two, and I was like, "There's a Whole Foods right by the place you're going." You got to go. It was a three-hour drive instead of all the way up in Tampa this time, uh, three and a half hours. But I was like, "Go to Whole Foods and bring me back cheese and guacamole." Yeah, and I kept an eye out, but there weren't any dogs running around. <laughs> We had to put that back in the bucket. At, at Whole Foods or, uh, or otherwise. <laughs> nope, sorry. It's a good neighborhood. Uh, yes, so Gio Dad did just go for a COVID vaccine and, and groceries. groceries. Uh, you're going to Maryland for... Yeah, next week. Groceries. We're still... We're still I'm still debating which of the dogs to take and, and how many of them. Gio Dad's going to be up in Maryland for like a week and a half. <laughs> I know. And then he's like... I'm like... He was trying to figure out when to go, and I was like, well, why don't you just go on this day? And he's like, well, I'd miss you. And I was like, look, it'll be fine. And he's like, I think I'm going to take guac. And I was like, okay. And I was like, oh, no, guac's going to be gone for like 10 days? I'll miss guac so much. And then I was like, oh, I feel a little bad. I didn't realize the contrast in those reactions until you just recited them together. Yeah, that is kind of hurtful to me, isn't it? I love you, dear dad. But I really need guac in the bed. But I love guac so much. <laughs> Yeah, then I thought maybe I'll take Vink. Vink travels well. You take you take whoever you I mean, want. I love Hops, but Hops she gets hates the stressed car. driving. She she can tolerate it and she won't throw up or, or throw a fit, but she just sits there and pants and it feels we've put her on 
Uh, Xanax. Xanax. Before, I think. No, there's yeah. no reason to subject her to 40 hours no, of driving. She wouldn't. She wouldn't. She would suffer. Yeah. I don't yeah. Like that. No, Guac loves the car. Guac loves it. Vink's good too. Will you put her in the cargo area in the little bed, and she's like, "Guys, this is great. Look at my little space." <laughs> yeah, Vink is very yeah. happy. You, you don't see her head for <laughs> 12 hours, and then it pops up and looks around sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I, there's jury still out. Dice are still being rolled. I'm still evaluating everyone's behavior. If they're bad, they don't get to come. <laughs> Look, you're not taking Voods. Voods would be hilarious. The one time I put him in the car and he tried to like slide under my seat yeah. from behind. So he's clearly not he's, going. He's not good at Brody's this. Brody's not going. No, no, no one who has a really hard time getting out, in and out of the car. Yeah, right? Cheggs isn't going to go. No. Hops yeah. hates it. And so it's Guac and Vink are the only two options. Yeah. You I may should bring them both and they won't be lonely. Pick one or both. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever you like. It'll be a split squad. For I don't want to. I don't want to. I mean, I'm, yeah. I don't, I don't want you to be without your guacamole. <laughs> it's okay. I'll survive. You have to FaceTime him. Absence <laughs> makes the heart grow fonder. Oh. Yeah, I have to FaceTime my guacamole. <laughs> and me. I, I FaceTime you every day that yeah. you're gone. Yeah, I know. True, true. <laughs> I know. I did feel a little bad when I was like, I'll miss guac so much, and I was like, oh. This feels worse than I, I just was told. About I just told dad. Ingo he can go whenever he wants for <laughs> however long he wants. <laughs> I mean, Ingo's like, but I won't see you for ten days, and I was like, you've seen me all day, every day for the last like year and a half. <laughs> no, get out. <laughs> um, no, I didn't think. So. <laughs> You're gonna be gone for a long time. Like two days without GR dad, I'm like, yes, I get the house to myself. I'm going to like smear stuff on my face and like watch bad TV and eat that's, potato that's what chips. You say. You, I've never witnessed this smearing. That's because I do it when you're not here. Very interesting. Yeah. Very mysterious. Face masks when Ingo's gone. Uh, but 10 days is a long time. I know. I know. That's why I was resisty. It's going to be okay, though. There are it's logistical good. reasons why it makes sense. No, it'll be good. Bring me back some euros from. Oh, Happy Euro. From Comey, yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah. And and you're going to bring back groceries. I'm going to have Whole Foods oh, yeah, send you a bunch of stuff. Trunk full of cheese. We, like, we did all of our shopping at Whole Foods in Maryland, and there's no Whole Foods in the Keys, the closest ones in Miami. And when I had Cheggs in Miami to get his eyes checked, I had to wait around all day. It and blew I was your like, mind. I mean, you just like had this flash of inspiration. That I was like, oh, I can go to Whole Foods. And I was fully vaccinated. And I was like, I can go into Whole Foods. I haven't been in a grocery store since before Thanksgiving. And I can just walk around and pick stuff out. And I did. And oh my God, the stuff. I mean, Publix is a great grocery store. And that's where we get our stuff here in the Keys. But Whole Foods has a ton of really good stuff. And it's I just, just different, right? You can't get it at public, so it was like no. The, it was yeah. absence makes the hunger. It was like, oh, I haven't seen those crackers in a year, you know. But they also like their prepared food is really good. I got these asparagus goat cheese croquettes. Mm. Those were delish. Those were good. Yeah. Yeah, I want to yeah. get. I'm like, totally would have got some more of those. They have um, empanadas, yeah, especially in Miami, Miami but even yeah. the one. Even the one in Whole Foods. Uh, they also the one make really good guacamole. I mean, you make great guacamole. Their guacamole is so good. Theirs is like in a different direction, almost as good. Yeah. Theirs is great. And yeah. So it's like, so that, so I stopped and I got a whole bunch of stuff when Shay's got his eyes fixed. And then I was like, it's maybe worth the three hour drive each way to go to Whole Foods every couple of weeks. So Jared happened to be getting his COVID shot went to Whole Foods. Now he's going up to Maryland. He'll come back with some Whole Foods and, you know, we're going to kind of stay stocked in it for a while. But I forgot how much I missed the stuff that we got. Like we always would get a ton of guacamole and yeah, uh, like the staple stuff that we would get every week in Maryland is stuff that we haven't had here. Like I make guacamole every week, but we would get guacamole from Whole Foods, which is, it's I like it better than mine. Than you making it. Easier yeah. for you. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I mean, they're just really good. And and with here, you know, we always have the, like the. You got to get the avocados in exactly the five the right minute day. window. <laughs> not the day. It's like the two hours during the day that they're ripe yeah. and not squishy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, all right, we've, we've diverged here. Do you have a German word of the week? Did we have diverged? Yes. I, I looked this up because I wasn't actually familiar with it, but it was, it's uh. Fokuhila, Fokuhila, which was a, an abbreviation in the 80s when this was done. I don't think it's Was it an anymore. abbreviation of? Vorne kurz, hinten lang. So that means front, 
short, back, long, or behind long. Yeah, but it sounds like, you know, it sounds like a Nordic word or something. It's mm-hmm. pretty cool. It's not. It's just an abbreviation, but uh, it's, it's a mullet. It's a <laughs> mullet haircut. That is, I mean, it, I think it still exists to some extent. The know. mullet or the word? The mullet. But it's not a popular thing. And it was like a sort of more prevalent in the 80s. It's gross, man. Don't don't get a mullet. It's like you think you're being ironic or cool. You're not. You're not. You look like an idiot. Your mom declares mullets are bad. It's business in the front, Jen. It's all business in the front. <sighs> but party in the back. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of hockey players have mullets or in, in their history. The old hockey trading cards always have Hockey glorious. players could be really attractive guys if they had better haircuts. Glorious mullets. Yeah. Terrible. It's cut your a, hair. It's such a weird choice. Hibby. Like, if you're going to cut your hair, why don't you cut all the hair? <laughs> it's a, it, it, I'm a little mystified, too. Yeah. 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 That's a good one. Say it again. The... Fokuhila. Okay. Fokuhila. Yeah. 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 That's funny. Stupid. Don't it get is. that haircut. You, everybody, don't get it. They probably had it in East Germany. Actually, more. get whatever haircut you want, unless you're interested in whether or not I would find it attractive. That's right. If you want... If you want Dear the dear mom's, mom's stamp approval, of approval, then maybe no mullets. mullets are out. Dear dad was first accidentally translating this to mohawk, and I was like, that's awesome. Get a yeah, mohawk yeah, if you yeah. want my and approval. And I was puzzled because I said mohawk, but was thinking mullet. Yeah. And mohawk is awesome or has potential for being awesome. Mullet, you've got to some tough Mm-mm. potential. Why wouldn't you just cut the back, too? Cut the back, too. I don't understand. Cut it. Yeah. But I'm an old man. I, you know, I don't understand these newfangled things. Uh, it's not newfangled. It's just dumb. Okay, the mm-hmm. taste of the keys this week are some square groupers that washed ashore both on Big Pine Key and our key, Sugarloaf and Key. we didn't find them. We We're always not. a little bit disappointed. Nine pounds of marijuana in multiple bales were found washed up near Sugarloaf Key, and then later in the afternoon, another eight pounds were found washed up at Big Pine Key. You know, I don't know how much nine pounds of pot is, but I bet it's a lot. I mean, it doesn't compress that much. Yeah, well, multiple bales. No. So... Yeah. Passersby in both incidents contacted the Monroe County Sheriff's Office. You guys, this is the only thing to do because you don't want a massive drug trafficker to get mad at you for stealing their square groupers that wash up on your beach. There are movies about this that are all cautionary. And there are stories about this that are all caught. There's a tale, a taste of, I'm sorry, Murders in Paradise yeah, exactly. episode about this. About That's right. That might have been cocaine, but it was. It was cocaine. They found a square grouper of cocaine and they, you know, these like fishermen up in the Upper Keys, you know, one of them was out fishing, found it, and he and his buddy decided they were going to sell it. They started spending all this money. I think one of them opened a tattoo parlor and then one of them ended up killing the other one and his what and his girlfriend and then like the two kids were in the house little kids running out oh my god they walked they were found by a neighbor because they were walking down the street and they had drawn headstones on construction paper because they knew that's what you did for dead people so they like made i mean they were like six and four or something they made construction paper headstones for their mom and the mom's boyfriend and then we're walking down the street with like blood on them and a neighbor found them and then Ugh. found the kids and then found the couple in the house and it was all over the square group. It was, oh, it was sad. The saddest, saddest story. Terrible. Yeah, so it's it's a funny concept and it would be fun to wa- to, to find it, but that it ends there. That's, oh, yeah. that's you, the end of it. You yeah. call somebody no, who's not you. Maybe there's a reward. That would be fine. That's above board. Yeah. But that's about it, yeah. I mean, if we find a package of cash, I'm keeping the money. That's if I a find little it. bit different. Yeah, that is immediately translatable and doesn't have to involve the Ugh. underworld. You can spend cash at Publix. <laughs> Can't spend <laughs> cocaine at Publix. I mean, I look like neither GR Dad nor I take or use any drugs, marijuana included. I hate hanging out with high people. I find them really annoying. Um, We're just too cheap. Or I'm too cheap. This is 100% not true. Uh, <laughs> if you find a square grouper and you want right. to break a hunk off and like bring it home and entertain yourself, I won't judge you. But uh, do not take that bail home. So these people were smart and they called the sheriff and the sheriff called the border patrol who took possession of the bales. The sheriff and then the sheriff's office, a little afraid of the drug trafficker, said the sheriff's office had no further involvement. 
Don't call us. <laughs> the Border Patrol tweeted the marijuana weights as described above. <laughs> <laughs> and this one did not involve Coral, the drug-sniffing dog of the Keys. No, no. They, they were able to apparently just identify those bales quite easily. So there you go. The Keys oddity. Square that, that is still going on. I mean, you'd think that went away in the whatever the drug trafficking heyday was, but still going on. Lots of drugs coming in through the Keys. This is, uh, so we have a blimp. Yes. The Fat Albert is this surveillance blimp that's up in the Keys. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> if you watch the snaps from the water, you'll see it sometimes. Um, it's a little, it will probably look like a little white dot on the snaps, but it's a big, big blimp. It has 250,000 cubic feet of helium in it it is a helium balloon it is tethered to the ground i've kayaked past it like you just watch there's a big wire and it goes straight up into the sky and there's this giant blimp it's a different height it looks kind of like a world war ii bomb it's got like a big yeah oblong front and like little fins on the yeah, back it doesn't have zeppelin shape it's not cigar shaped it's bomb shaped yeah um and it's up there and it has um you know a whole bunch of like radar equipment in it and so it broadcasts tv marti which is like the equivalent of radio free europe but tv and in spanish they broadcast that to cuba from the blimp and then they also use it to monitor drug trafficking coming into the keys i don't know how they do it and it probably is used for other stuff that we're not told about um but yeah a lot of a lot of drugs come up by boat to the keys and then if you feel like you're going to get caught or sometimes they just drop the stuff off the boat and then there's a separate boat that's supposed to come pick it up and so they'll miss some or they'll drop it from planes right the planes will come over they'll drop the drugs into the water and then there's a boat waiting to pick them up and they'll I mean, it's a whole miss something or it's have to a go whole, it's been historically a thing that people have but with with piracy and bootlegging during prohibition it was a big thing the mm -hmm. rum runners here were big it's, there's a lot of places you can kind of hide stuff and pass things on and then, yeah. then this is the extension of the mainland and then it's then it's up in miami in no time yeah once you get it in here it's easy to get it up there yeah that's why that's partially why in that we are the conch republic now because in the 80s they put a border checkpoint it, between the keys and the mainland and we were like excuse me we are part of the united states why is there a border checkpoint here and so yeah they wouldn't take it down and so the keys are like fine we secede we're our own country now it was independence day recently wasn't it, it this last week i think yeah, yeah. yeah um and uh yeah so we're still kind of independent it, it's a very different place down here than it is every everywhere else and your dad who let's let's say has a historical record of picking extremely crappy stuff to watch on amazon prime <laughs> i go for quantity over quality you I mean, do you know, sometimes there are gems in there but there's a bunch of sand around the gems Oof. so this week he found this actually pretty interesting yeah documentary that had like won an award at the, whatever the key west film yeah. festival <laughs> random yeah about this like 75 year old you know sailor had been a sailor all his life he's like a admiral in the conch republic navy which yeah. is not a thing um I mean, it's just dudes in the Keys who own boats. And and they he had this big, like, old-school sailboat in, in, like, after Obama opened things up, whatever, 2016 or 17? 2015, yeah. 2016, yeah. Um, they sailed to Cuba, and he had grown up spending a lot of time in Cuba. And so it's kind of him telling a lot of his life stories and them sharing some pictures. But he, he was in Key West um, for the... The boat lift, Marty. the Marielle boat Mar lift. Mar Marielle. Marielle. And uh, so this was a thing that, like, I have heard of the Marielle boat lift. Was it '95? Was it? It was before that. Was it '80s? It was in the '80s. Maybe yeah. It was 1980. Yeah. The Marielle boat lift. Um, and so this was basically. Let's see. Oh, there's there's a bunch of pictures that I've pulled up here. Oct April 15th to October 31st, 1980. And it basically was all these people like who were trying to get out of Cuba. And Castro was like, you know what? If you want to leave, you can leave. But and, you have to go by boat. And he emptied the jails. I mean, it was... He let was basically let people out of jails. Dumped a bunch of undesirables in there, too, yeah. And mental institutions and anybody who wanted to leave. But you had to have Cuban-Americans come get you. And they had to come by boat into Mariel, which was a port in Cuba. I mean, is a port in Cuba. And so there were hundreds and hundreds of boats and so key west is by far the closest yeah 90 point. miles from key west is not that far you can you can get 
crappy boats across 90 miles. Right? Yeah, uh, but I mean, it's it's twice, it's 190 miles to Miami, right? right, it's, right. You, Key West is where you're going to come to. And so all these boats are, are going down there. People are chartering boats. And so this guy's talking about how he's in Key West and he doesn't want to, basically doesn't want to get in any legal trouble. So he decides he's not going to go because he does charter his oh, boat. because he also was from Cuba and he thought he was going to be in trouble with Cuba. And, yeah. And that this, this Cuban family comes down and they've chartered this sounds like a party boat like 150 person boat from miami and they get to key west and the crew's like mm, nope i'm out and they just just abandoned the boat in miami and basically the grandma is like crying and convinces him to go it's get the, the people the grandchildren and yeah we've got to get the children and so yeah. so they're going to pick up a hundred people in cuba and they get to Marielle, and he's like, I thought, you know, we just wait a few hours and get to our turn. And they were there 18 days in the port waiting because there's hundreds of other boats waiting to get called in. And he ends up in the office of like this Some colonel who pull, puts a gun out on the table. He's like, you're going to take who I tell you to take. And he's like, nope, I'm not. And the guy puts a gun on the table. He's like, so I pulled my Bowie knife and put it out on the table. <laughs> and like, they, I'm like, what is wrong with you? You're g- <laughs> Uh, and anyway, they end up loading his boat up with like 350 people. It's, it's rated a, for 99. Yeah, rated for 99. They were going to pick, they had 35 people from the U.S. coming on the boat to Cuba to basically meet their relatives. They were going to pick up, I think, 110 people. So they were already going to overload it. But whatever, it's 90 miles. It's a few extra people. 350 people on the boat. And he, he's like, I'm not taking any more. And they're like, you know, we could put another captain in this boat, the Cubans. <laughs> and he's like, I guess you're going to have to then. He's just calling their bluffs every time. And they're like, fine, get out of here. And but, but they showed a picture. I mean, no one could l- sit down or lay down. It was like packed. It People had to stand. It was stuffed on there. And he's yeah. like, the, you know, it's like really rough seas. The, this boat's just like rolling all over the place. It's like a party boat, right? It's a schooner. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a sailboat. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't his boat, right? This was a different oh, boat. Oh, that's right. It that was a la- like a launch. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, they're all getting sick on the boat. And then, you know, then we get into Key West. And so I pulled up these pictures of um, Fort Zachary Taylor in Key West, which is, you know, like cruise ships can dock there. Obviously, uh, Coast Guard ships are based there. And there's just this massive operation of them, you know, helping these people off the boats. And they they have nothing. Right. Right. They're like they were allowed to leave. That's it. They got the clothes that they're wearing, and that's it. They don't have any food. They don't have any money. They don't have anything. And, you know, bringing them out and, like, the makeshift, like, housing that they set up and then the, like, basically refugee camps that they had to have everywhere. It's crazy. And then they process them to, to Miami, right? Or, or spread them around the country. So. Yeah, some, went, there was, some of them went to Pennsylvania. Some went to Arkansas. And there was, like, a riot in the Arkansas like immigration camp they had set up for these Marielitos. And that's why Bill Clinton didn't get reelected governor in Arkansas. I mean, all of this stuff going, it's, it's amazing. But so I was like, you know, I've heard of the Mariel boat lift. I didn't, I, that's it. I had heard of it. And so I'm like, dear dad, how many people do you think came over in the Mariel boat lift? It's 125,000 Cubans came to the U.S. in the Mariel boat lift. In six months. That's a lot. In six months. Just boats. Just And they showed, the, they had these pictures of just these boats streaming into this harbor and then streaming back into Key West. All these people coming through Key it's West. It's like Dunkirk. It was. Yeah, I mean, it was sort of like the footage you see of Dunkirk. But a different just, selection process. This really was just Cuba dumping its not people yeah it was supposed to be like okay i'm a cuban american i want to get my family out so i charter a boat i take it down to mariel they meet me in the harbor get on my boat and i bring them back and instead allowed to leave yeah cuban cuba is just putting whoever whoever they want on every boat and telling you to do what they want it was yeah it doesn't make it too warm the documentary doesn't make it too warm and fuzzy about about cuba no it's it's interesting i mean it does about Cuba cuba in the 30s yes Cuba the country and Cuba the people, it makes you very warm and fuzzy about it. But Cuba the government, it definitely it d- d- does exactly. not. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's, I think it was called The Old Man and the Sea. Oh, The Old Man and the Sea, Return to Cuba. Return to Cuba, yeah. It's not about Hemingway. Yeah. Don't get tricked. Um, There's a book by Hemingway also. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> She's laughing. Thanks, dear <laughs> It's not that. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime, right? It's, it's charming. Yeah, I, 
I think it's free. Yeah. Yeah. Amazon Prime. So uh, anyway, yeah. I mean, the keys are the closest place to everything else if you're coming from the south. But it was the same with rum running from Cuba to the keys, and they would all get hide in the mangroves, and the yeah revenueers would chase them and shoot at them and stuff. It was yeah. very yeah. interesting. So there you go. For another day, that ta- that tales for another day. Indeed. Uh, keys. Maybe we'll do a murders in paradise about rum running in the keys. Yeah, you the, can do that. The, what's her name? Bad bitch rum. Yeah. Spanish Marie. Uh, there's a the place that we get our rum, Key West Legal Rum down here. They have a. I think she was not Spanish and her name was Marie. But anyway. Yes. There's <laughs> a, they have a variety of rum called Bad Bitch Rum, which is I think it's a sort of spiced dark rum yeah um and it's named after spanish marie who is neither spanish nor named marie but, but she did a lot of rum running apparently quite a badass she yeah. was like a pirate basically yes exactly yeah. uh very badass yeah we'll do a separate thing about that which would be fun okay all right i think that's it you got anything else to add i think that was pretty good it's a good one what do you want from me good, no we did a good job jared <laughs> yeah, good, good job. job all right well until next week don't put anyone unless they ask you to. Yeah. Hey, and get vaccinated. Yeah, and then wear a mask. Keep wearing a mask for a while. And stuff. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.